Cool. Hi, everybody. So I'm going to be speaking about Jesus brings his presence. A while ago, I was clearing out my cupboard and I came across a journal from over 10 years ago. It kind of made me laugh and cringe at the same time because it was filled with shopping lists of prayers over and over and over again, the same thing. It was clear that at that time I was very much into God as a provider of good gifts rather than he's my father and my friend who I want to get to know better. So over the years, quite a few of the prayers on that list haven't been answered, and that's not altogether a bad thing in some cases, definitely not. But in other cases, it's been confusing and hard. But in that confusion, I've been forced to be honest with myself and ask the question why it is that I'm following God and why it is that I have chosen to be a believer and walk with Jesus and what motivates my love for him. I recognized that I wanted him to do all the things. I wanted him to bless me. I wanted the favor. I wanted the breakthrough, the provision, all those things. But I wasn't really there for just his presence, the richness of his presence. So some of you guys might have been at that point a while back, and for you, I'm sorry, that's amazing. (laughs) For me, it took a while. It took a while to really recognize the significance of the fact that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us, as Matthew 1.23 says. And just a quick side note on God with us. Um, imagine Jesus and the disciples, he's about to return to his father in heaven, and they're distraught. They don't know how they're going to cope without their best friend, without the person who's been walking alongside them as they fulfill their mandate to spread the gospel. And he says to them, this is from John 14 in the message, I will talk to the father and he'll provide you another friend so that you will always have someone with you. This friend is the spirit of truth, and he's referring to the Holy Spirit. So through the Holy Spirit, Jesus is always with us. But now back to the story. (laughs) Even though I know all of those things, I still was sometimes more impressed with having answers to my prayers than really appreciating the fact that Jesus is fully and always with us. I thought that maybe if I use certain words in prayers or pray in a certain way or do certain things like serving more, then maybe, just maybe, prayers would be answered. And I'm not just, I mean, I wouldn't have told you this overtly, but I think it's a subconscious thing. I think as believers, we can be a bit superstitious sometimes about these things. So I take comfort in the fact that I'm definitely not the only one. There's at least one other person who had this struggle. And we meet him in Luke 15. Um, He's the older brother of the prodigal son. So quick context, there was a man who had two sons. The older was diligent, did everything everybody expected him to do, you know, straight down the line. The younger one, not so much. He was a party boy, and he asked his dad for an advance in his inheritance. And then pretty much in a sex, drugs, and rock and roll moment, he squandered it all in a foreign country. He came crawling back, flat broke, and you'd kind of think, well, that dad's going to have nothing to do with him. Quite the opposite. He threw the biggest welcome home party ever. 
At this point, if I was the oldest son, I would be pretty bleak. And so this is the conversation between the, excuse me, between the oldest son and the father. This is in Luke 15, 29 to 31. Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when the son of yours who has squandered our property with prostitutes come, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. I just want us to hone in on the father's words. He said, my son, you were always with me. And by implication, that the father was always with his son. And I think sometimes I was like, or am like even, that older brother who just wanted the goat, he wanted the material blessings of an answered prayer. And instead, Jesus is saying, I am with you always. And we tend to overlook that. But even so, I'm having a little dialogue of all my doubts. Um, when, and I'm not saying we should do this, but inevitably one compares oneself to others, or you think about the unanswered prayers, and you feel less than blessed. And then you might, if you're dramatic like me, you might think, God, do you even hear me? Do you even see me? Do you even love me? Um, I love what Dane Ortland says in his book, Gentle and Lowly, in response to this kind of, these kind of questions, evidence of God's mercy. How do we know that God really does love us? So he says that evidence of God's great mercy upon us is that Jesus was abandoned, he was betrayed, he was mistreated and misunderstood, all so that we could have a relationship with Jesus, I mean, sorry, with God. And I, once again, it's, it's one of those things that has become such an ordinary truth in our lives when actually it's the biggest thing. In the last two years, we've been also confronted with the craziness, the loneliness, and the isolation. And in contrast, God's great peace and comfort has been there. It's remarkable. Jesus is with us when we're anxious, when we're afraid, when we're ashamed. He is closer than ever. So in conclusion, I wanted to share my story in the hope that we can celebrate the fact that Jesus is with us in the hope that we can make time to speak to him, to share our hopes, doubts, and fears, and that we can read the word to know who he is. I also, sorry, that we can identify the everyday miracles and also practice gratitude and know that it's okay to practice gratitude and hold that intention with the disappointments and the struggles that you're facing. Jesus, oh, God is a giver of good gifts, but he is also infinitely more. So do ask, but also desire his presence, his peace, and his kindness. My prayer for us this Christmas is that we would know that Jesus is with us.